Morning, everybody. Hey, do you guys remember Brandon? Do you remember Brandon right there? He's a worship pastor at another church, but he grew up here at Mountain Park. He was a little boy, he grew up here, and I just found out this morning, he's a dad. He's a dad. And so, Brandon, we did this sign just for you to celebrate your bundle of, okay, he's gone, okay. Uh, Anyway, uh, welcome everybody. Welcome to Mountain, Mountain Park. Uh, if we have not had the uh, opportunity to meet yet, my name is Alan, and I'm thrilled that you're here, thrilled that you've chosen to be with us, thrilled that you are here with us online. Uh, I am excited to start a new series this morning. We have around here at Mountain Park, we have what we refer to as the three makas. If you head, or when you head out these doors, there is a, there's a space to the left, and it has a sign up above, and it says, make a what? Difference. There's a sign, and it is about our local and global outreaches, the, the things that we're doing around here. It's one of our makas, make a difference. The three makas we have here are make a memory, make a friend, make a difference. Now, the, the bottom two, the, the last two, those are pretty much self-explanatory. Make a friend. That's what Jan was talking about with Group Up, and it's about us you know, we do this, it's so much more fun to do this together, you know, as we uh, do it, uh, make, we make a friend and we do things, we make a difference together. And then number three, make a difference, you know, that's about the impact that we have around the world. But the first one, make a memory, that's one that is not, not always self-explanatory. So I'm excited today to enter into a series so that we can go for three weeks and talk more about what we mean by make a memory. We're going to unpack this and walk this out a, a little bit uh, here over the next three weeks. Have you made memories with God? That's really the driving question with this, to make a memory. Have you, have you made a memory with God? I'm not talking about learning about God, because that's learning information. And I'm not talking, I'm not limiting it to just the memories that we might have with a church or with a particular church person. I'm talking about your story actually having a connection with an experience with God. Have, have you, do you have memories in your journey in terms of moments where you have, have had a moment with God? Whether or not you have already had a memory with God, would you like to have one? Would you like to make memories with your creator? That's what we're talking about over the next three weeks. Would you bow your heads with me again? Father, I'm thankful to be here in this room. I'm thankful for those who get to connect with us online. And um, we have a purpose. Here's, we have a reason for existing here. And it, we, we want to connect with you. And so I believe very deeply that you want to make memories with us. You want to help us understand what that looks like. And you want us to be excited about a new year and new memories with you. So, Father, would you lay the groundwork for that here today? Would you help us to, to connect with you in new ways that create new memories? God, would you enlighten us in terms of what that might look like, we pray. In the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. All right. Well, I want to start by a, a very simple little mental exercise. Hopefully, it'll be a little bit of an enjoyable thing. I just want you to look back. Real simple little mental exercise. 
Think back on someone in your life who is very important to you. Just think just what name, what person that, that has a person in your life who has brought you tremendous joy. Okay, just think back in your life. Somebody, who, who would be someone who, who, would, uh, who has brought you tremendous joy in your life? Now, why did you pick that person? Why did that person's name, of, of the, the hundreds, perhaps thousands of people that you've known and met throughout your life, why did that person's name pop into your brain? Why does that person in your brain, in your mind, get connected with joy. My guess is that when I asked that question, that there was, a, there was a person that came up in your mind and there were moments, there were memories with that person. My guess is that, that when I said that, you remembered the, the time where you uh, climbed that mountain together or you ran that race together. My guess is that when I asked that, you remembered when you and two of your friends dressed up as the three amigos, and you did your whole thing, and it's just you have photos, and you'll never forget that moment. Uh, maybe there was, uh, was a memory of going on a mission trip and with somebody, and you were terrified to go on this trip, but you decided to give it a shot, and it was an incredible experience. It was an unforgettable experience. Maybe you remembered a moment when you were driving and it was a long drive and it was just the two of you and, and it, was, it was just so long and you had, but you were laughing so hard. Something happened or somebody said something. You were laughing so hard. You peed a little and you just, you remember that. It just jumps up into your mind. My guess is that there's, there's some kind of moment uh, that popped up because that's how we connect with people. That, that, that's how we we, somebody gets into that core category of being an important person in our lives, as someone who, who has brought joy into our lives because there are moments from the past, memories from the past that we can draw from, that we can remember, that we can celebrate. Usually we don't, we don't try to create those moments. They just happen. You, you know, we don't say, hey, you know what? Today, I'm going to go uh, make a memory with someone. Usually, that's not what happens. It just, it just kind of happens. And so people go in those categories. There are three different types of memories that we have with one another. This is not profound at all. But I think there are three different types. There's bad memories. There's bleh memories. And there's good memories that we have with people. When, when you have bad memories with people... Those are the people that you stay away from. You have a bad memory, you had a bad experience, you had a bad encounter. Those are the people we stay away from. Or those are the people, for whatever reason, we decide we want to engage in the practice of, of healing and restoration. We have some kind of bad experience, bad moment, but because they're a family member or because whatever reason we say, you know what, you know, I'm in community and I'm committed to this person, we are going to work it out, even though there was some negative, bad part of our past. When we have bleh memories with someone, then we simply forget them. And, and that's okay. We're, I, I don't think our brains are designed to have a deep connection with everyone that we, that we meet. It's okay to have some people that, you know, I, I don't remember you on that trip. I don't remember you from that class. That happens. It just kind of, it's a, it's just kind of, it just kind of fades away. And then we have, Good memories with people. There are people in our lives 
uh, with whom we have those good memories and they build on top of one another and those are the people we call back. Those are the people that we reach out to again. Hey, hey, I, had, I got tickets to a, a thing. Hey, would you like to join me? Those are the people we want to go on a second date with. Those are the people that we enjoy. We have bad memories, we have blah memories, and we have good memories with people. And I think it's the same thing with God. When we have bad memories with God, then we're more likely to stay away from God. And, and what might that look like? What might a bad memory look like? I talked about this a little bit last week, that Jesus will never steer you wrong. Jesus will never, ever steer you wrong. You, you will never have a bad memory with Jesus because he will never do anything to create something bad. But what we do is we attach bad things to Jesus that we, something happens from someone who is a follower of Jesus, and we connect that with, with Jesus. So that becomes a bad memory, a, a religious memory, or a church memory, and, and it becomes a bad thing. So it makes sense for us then to want to stay away from faith, stay away from God. Or maybe we have a blah memory with God. And that might mean thinking back to, to hours and hours and hours of sitting in church and having to listen to the preacher and you're thinking, I don't even know what, what they're talking about. I don't even know what's going on. It's just sort of a blah memory. Not necessarily bad, but just kind of blah. It's just, I, it's just time. It, just, it was time that just ticked away. I don't even know what was going on there. Sometimes we have a, a blah memory with God. But then we can also have good memories with God. And those are the ones that when we have them, we want more. And those of you here in the room, you, you understand what I mean by, that, that by having a good memory, a good connection with God. We remember those and then we say, I want more. I want to make more of those kinds of memories. It, 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 it triggers in us to say, I want more of that. I, we, we have a, a good memory, and then we want to build on it. We want uh, more of that to, uh, to happen. This is, this is what we mean by make a memory, here's, here's a church. This, this, this has a lot to do with why we do the things that we do around here. We want to do all that we can to help you make a good memory with your God. Not a bad memory, not a blah memory, but a good memory with God. That's why... We, in a series at the end of the year, uh, last year, uh, we do the, the uh, church history wrapped up in an old Billy Joel song. That's why we do that. That's why we make the efforts of trying to do that. Because we want to try to connect in some way to help you have a good memory. That's why we have, a few years back we st brought a Volkswagen engine here on stage and started it as part of an Easter service. Because we, we want there to be some, we, we want to have, have some moments where you come to church and you tilt your head and you go, you're not supposed to do that in church. That, that is not, you don't, you don't do that in church. I, and so, and some of you kind of go, okay, that's kind of weird. I don't know, I'll tolerate it for a while. And then others of you go, you know what, I actually might come back. And so that's, but that's why we do that, is we don't want you to go through 2021 and have a blah experience with your Father in heaven. Now, I know that the deepest, most profound, most memorable moments that you will have with your God 
have nothing to do with what happens, you know, here on this Sunday morning. The the most profound experiences that you will have with your God, they're about your intimate connections with God. They're about you hearing directly from the Holy Spirit in whatever way he chooses to speak to you. Those are the most profound moments. I know that in 2021, your most profound moment will have nothing to do with what I say here as a part of our church service. I know that because I talked, I had verbal action for more than 20 hours in 2020. And my guess is that most of you can't remember a thing that I said last year. And I know that, I know, I know that, I know that. But we, but we keep on going because we want to do all that we can with journals, with group up experiences so that you can connect with other people who are just as great as you, with service opportunities and experiences here in the city and around the world, with uh, worship and, 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 and you know, music and songs and working on new songs. And we want to identify, we want to do as many of those things that we can, take as many of those pieces to help you, to help us make more memories with God. This is what I believe we find over and over in Scripture, is that the, the people of God, they continually wanted to remember who God is and what God has done. It was a regular part of their worship, part of their experiences. We see this throughout Scripture. For example, uh, the song we just sang, Forever God is uh, Faithful, and, and, and this, song, this song comes from an ancient song we know as Psalm 136. Psalm 136, in, in that psalm, the songwriter begins, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His love endures forever. And then it goes on and on and on. Verses, go down to verse 12. With a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, his love endures forever. To him who divided the Red Sea asunder. So this was the story of Exodus, Moses, and and, and parting the Red Sea so that the people of God could be freed from Uh, slavery in Egypt, his love endures forever. Brought Israel through the midst of it, his love endures forever. The people of God are saying here and multiple times throughout Scripture, they're saying, today I will be thankful. No matter what's going on today, I will be at least thankful for what I remember God having done in the past. 26 times here in this verse, the the songwriter says, his love endures forever. In other words, as a follower of God, I, I don't want to just, I don't want to have bad memories of God. I don't have blah memories of God. I have good memories of God. And good memories are what we cling to, what we, what we appreciate so much, because good memories bring us joy. Good memories bring us joy. Bad memories bring us hurt and pain. And if we have enough of them, it moves to depression, etc. Blah memories fade away. They're just, they're just, the brain just doesn't even, doesn't attach to them. Good memories bring us joy, ongoing joy. 
joy that just that it, that's not just about the moment, but it's about an ongoing experience with that moment. Let, let me give you an example. I want to show a, a, a home video clip here. And now you're thinking, oh, brother, is he, you know, we're going, to, and we're going to watch Alan's family home video. Okay, this is actually a video. It's only about a minute. This is about a video. I think I've shown it before. But it's a video of my daughter, who is now 15, almost ready to drive. And, and this is when she was three, and we were new here at Mountain Park, and, and uh, I found three playing cards from some game that were ripped up. And so I was interrogating her and her brother to find out what was going on, what was happening, and I just, I just knew that, that this, this was a moment I wanted to remember. So I had my little camera out. And, you know, it's fun. You know, with a three-year-old, they're not intimidated by the camera. I'm not even sure they even knew what the camera was. So she was just natural. And I just caught, I just caught her <laughs> on video just kind of sharing a little bit of this story, okay? This is a memory for me and our family. Go ahead and check this out. My deal was that Martin did all three and I did zero. That means none. What was the truth? I did zero, none. Okay. And he did all three. Did you get in trouble for lying to Daddy? I didn't lie. Yes, I did. And did Martin get in trouble for lying? Uh-huh. But he has to be in his room more. Do you like Ariel? Yeah. Well, the other kind of one is a boy one, and the Ariel one is... The girl, like I'm a girl, yeah. and mommy's a girl. Yeah, but I like watching girl movies with you. And you like girl movies because I like girl movies. Exactly. You like me. Exactly. Okay, I don't know if you could understand any of that, but this is this is a this is a dearly beloved video for us. She's she's getting in trouble and all, and then she said, "Hey, let's watch a movie together," and. And, and her thing is, is, is this, this what her logic and, her, and what she said there at the end is something that the five of us in our family, we quote her on a regular basis. That we'll say to one another, we'll say, we'll say you like Volkswagens because I like Volkswagens and you like me. Uh, you like uh, cleaning off the kitchen table because I like cleaning off the kitchen table and you like me. It's just this, it's a memory from our, from our family story. One, you know, one of many, that's why we capture these videos and pictures, etc. We capture these memories and, and they have ongoing dividends. Because what happens when you think of of, of the person you, that you thought of before that brings you great joy, what, when, you think of a per, when you think of a good memory with that person, what happens to your face? You smile. You th- you, it can be a rough day. It can be a rough moment. But there's something about when we have good memories and we just think back to that, that moment, that situation, it brings a smile to our face. That video brings a smile to my face, to our family's face, every time we watch it. That is the benefit of a good memory. It has ongoing dividends. We remember that moment when she walked down the aisle. We remember that moment when, when that, that guy in our life said, said, said words of encouragement that were, that were life-changing for us. We remember that moment. We just go, 
why, why do I forget? Why do I forget, you know, the encouragement that I got from that particular person in my life? We remember when God provides us with a, with a verse or a story in Scripture that, that, was, that, that just has tremendous power in our lives. And we remember how that, that changed that moment for us. And we read that again and we just go, God provided that for me. God loves me so much that God made that available for me at that day, at that moment. We remember that dream that we have. We wake up in the middle of the night or we wake up in the morning, we remember a dream and, and the details of the dream and how that connects with what's going on in life and, and how you were in turmoil when you went to bed and that dream really seemed like a response to what's going on and you had this thought of that could only be the work of the Holy Spirit. That could only have been God. And so we have those moments and we create that. And what happens is years later on, we forget and we fade away from that. But, what, but, but, we're, but we shouldn't. We should have these memories and enjoy these memories because good memories provide ongoing dividends. His love endures forever. God has done this. His love endures forever. God has done this. His love endures forever forever. In the early part of the book of Matthew, we find the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7. And this famous, it's the longest chunk of teaching that we have from Jesus. And it it all begins with what is referred to as the Beatitudes. The the, the three-chapter sermon from Jesus begins with Jesus saying, blessed are the poor, Blessed are those who mourn, blessed are the meek, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, etc., etc. It's it's blessed are many, 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 many. We read that as if the root word of the word blessed is the word bleh. Sometimes we read this as 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 if Jesus is saying, don't expect to have any joy in life. Okay, joy, joy, life, is, life is terrible, life is rough. Don't expect to have any. But what you will get is you will have the opportunity to be blessed. Blessed are the... He doesn't begin the Sermon on the Mount with blessed. Blessed means joy. Blessed means you, you, will, you will, even in the midst of the worst parts of it, you can experience tremendous joy. Jesus Jesus says it is about joy because Jesus understands that what we really long for, what we really want is joy. What we really want out of life, when you woke up this morning, what you really want out of today is joy. We think we want success, but we don't. We want joy. And we think that success is going to bring us joy. We think we want money, but we don't. We want joy, and we think money is going to bring us joy. There are many things that, that we think we want. You can put a whole, whole bunch of things into that category, but what we really want is to experience the fullness of joy. The Westminster Catechism was written in the 17th century, and it famously concluded that the chief aim of man is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Not, not, just, not just submit to that God, but to enjoy God forever. I think there are beautiful words there. So what happens is we go through life 
And we have moments where we have to choose, am I going to do this or am I going to do that? Am I going to choose A or am I going to choose B? And sometimes the choice is easy because A has a depth of joy to it and B, we believe, does not have a depth of joy to it. Those are easy decisions. I I want, to, I want to enjoy the vacation. I want to enjoy my weekend. I want to enjoy this year at work. But oftentimes in life, when we're faced with decisions, there's joy on both sides. It's possible to experience joy on, on, on either side. One might be uh, less short-term joy, and one might be longer, or, you, know, you know, more long-term joy. And we're faced with that, with that balance. How do we choose? How do we know what to do in terms of our desire to experience joy in life. And my guess is all of us want to experience joy this day, this week, this year. And so here's the point that I want to make this morning. And I know we're almost done, and you're thinking, why is it taking you this long to have a point? And I understand it's a very legitimate question that I'm uh, aware of. Okay, so, but here's the point. And, and hopefully this point we're going to see in the, in the next couple of weeks as we continue to talk about the idea of make a memory. Joy is measured by how we feel after the moment, not how we feel during. Joy is measured by how we feel after the moment, after the experience, not by how we feel during. I believe this is true because this is how we evaluate memories. That if we, if we have negative joy, if we have a, a, a something the opposite direction of joy, we call that a bad memory. And we carry that with us. If we, if we have no joy, then that's a blah memory. We just, it just fades away. We forget it. But if we have, we have significant joy... Those are the pieces that we remember. Those are the pieces that we connect with. Those are the videos that we cut and splice and say, that's the one that I'm going to keep. Joy is measured by how we feel after the moment, not how we feel during. Let me give you another example. Take running. Okay, running, jogging. I jog three or four times a week because I want to eat ice cream, and I want it fit in most of my clothes. That's why I run. Okay, I do not run for the joy of it. And I don't think that I'm alone because when I do run and I look at the faces of other people who are running, the <laughs> I mean, how many people, other than Susan Loken, if you know her, but how many people you watch them running and they, they just obviously, you know, they have joy. They're just not doing that. I don't think anyone actually enjoys running. That's just a statement that I'll make here. But, but there's, there is a, there's something that I experience after the run that is the joy. It's the experience after. It's how I feel the rest of the day when I'm eating my ice cream. It's how I feel after the day, not so much in the moment, because joy is measured by how we feel after the moment, not the moment. Take gossip, for example. There is, there is some level of joy in having information that other people don't have. There's some level of joy in being the provider of that information and having the attention there in that moment. But how do you feel after you find out that you shared something that wasn't true? How do you feel after you find out that something that you said 
destroyed somebody else, hurt somebody else, made them just feel terrible? How do you feel about gossip after the fact? I mean, just, just, here's another example is, is sex. And I, I'm not going to spend any time talking about the joy of the, the actual moment, and I'm sure all of you would greatly prefer me not to talk about that part. But just think about, about, about the memory after an experience. The, the difference between uh, uh, how we feel after a, a, a hookup, a one-night experience, how we feel after a, a, an affair, some dark secret experience, versus how we feel after having making love with the person that we are married to and have been committed to for 30 years. That how that, just how the, the peace that comes out of that, the difference, how do you feel after the experience? It's not about how you feel in the minute. Joy is not measured by how we feel in the moment. That can be so deceptive. Joy is measured by how we feel after, later on, weeks, months, years, later on. And it applies to so many different areas, gambling, Watching Netflix, having a, a wonderfully, brutally honest conversation with a friend. In the moment, it, it, there might be no joy whatsoever. But later on, as you realize we, we, we got through that, we went through that, the joy is measured by how you feel after the moment, not by how you feel in the middle of it. Next Sunday... We're going to talk about how to create those kind of memories in our lives. How to have good memories with God. How to have memories that, that, that provide dividends. How do we, on the front end of an experience, figure out if, if this is going to be something that has short-term joy or this is going to be something that is going to have long-term dividend joy because I've made a good memory with my Father in heaven. That's what we're going to talk about next Sunday. But today, all I, all I want to do is, is re-ask the questions that I asked at the beginning. Have you made a memory with God? Do you have good memories in your relationship with God that you continue to enjoy, that you continue to reflect on and, and build on and be thankful for? whether you have or not, would you like to make a memory with God? Would you like, as you start off 2021, to, to, to figure out ways to make a memory with your Father in heaven that you will reap dividends, benefits for, for the rest of your life? I'm going to pray with you, and then we're done. Would you bow your heads? Father, I pray that you would already here at the beginning of the series, God, that you would stir up good memories, that we would be thankful to you for good memories that we have with family and friends and coworkers. You would stir those up. Help us to enjoy those, even if this day, this, this year is not starting off well, God, that we would tap into those good memories. And even more powerful than that, God, would you stir up those memories that we have had with you, those memories where you showed up, those memories where you, 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 you answered an, an unsolvable problem because of your beauty and your grace and your power.
And Father, as, as, we, as we head into this series, God, I just supernaturally ask that you, you would come and make memories here in our hearts. Memories for us as a church, as community, as families, as couples, as individuals. God, would you help us to make new and beautiful memories with you? We pray in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen.